relief factor, pain relief that's natural, pain relief that works, and pain relief that attacks the source of the pain. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking Relief Factor right now. See their incredible video endorsements at relieffactor.com and then order your three-week quick starter pack for just $19.95. That's less than a dollar a day. Find out if it can work for you like it works for me by ordering your three-week quick starter pack today. Relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com. Be the next success story. This episode of the America First podcast with me, Sebastian Gorka, is brought to you by Franklin Armory. Shop freedom, quality, and innovation at franklinarmory.com. Franklin Armory, we are facilitators of freedom. Oh, there he is. There's my guy. Good Thank job. You How's your new show going? Good? Very well, thank I you. I heard good. Thank you. Yes, indeed. What do you do if you want to mix it up a bit? You've got to have the lineup from the president. I mean, you know, President Trump. And a little bit of Kelly Clarkson if your next guest is into heavy metal because we do things a little bit differently here. We have congressmen. We have special guests. We have experts on uh, social media. And then we have a guy who's kind of sui generis. There is no taxonomy for the man behind the YouTube channel, Rageaholic. Uh, I think you can tell from his name, he's just known as Razor Fist. Razor, welcome back to America First. You know, it's more apropos than you might think. I hear te- Kelly Clarkson, actually a bit of a metalhead, believe it or not. I've heard that. Actually. Ooh, interesting. Well, I knew that, of what? course. I, I knew that. I, I prepared that diligently. My intel sources gave me the, uh, the, the code word uh, briefing on that. Um, you know, I'm not surprised. So there's, there's you know, a little bit you know, racy lady there. I'm not surprised. Welcome back to the show. I couldn't think of anyone better to uh, help me dissect, to vivisect the... the the live organ, the uh, the monster that is Washington, D.C., as we see Chuck Schumer do an end run around everything that is decent to spend $1.7 trillion of our money, not just giving it to the Ukrainians, but to his back pocket and to his buddies across the nation. Uh, Razor Fist, let's, let's, um, we'll get to the, the swamp. We'll get to what's happening in Arizona. Very, very interesting things happening in your state. But first, uh, we haven't spoken since, uh, what, the the last 48 Twitter files dumps. Here's a, here's a little reminder that it's not just Twitter that we should could be concerned with. Here's that guy, uh, Joe Rogan, uh, talking to that android, uh, Mark Zuckerberg. Play cut. How do you guys handle things when they're uh, a big news item that's controversial? Like there was a lot of attention on Twitter during the election because of the Hunter Biden laptop story. The New yeah, York we Post. have that too. Yeah, so you guys censored that as well? So we took a different path than Twitter. Um, I mean, basically, the background here is the FBI, I think, basically came to us, uh, some some folks on our team, and was like, hey, um, just so you know, like, you should be on high alert. There was the, – we, we thought that there was a lot of Russian propaganda in the 2016 election. We have it on notice that basically there's about to be some kind of dump of, of – um, uh, uh, that's similar to that. So just be vigilant. 
So first things first here, we're focusing on Twitter because Elon Musk bought it and because he's letting these two left-wing journalists dump what I think is a fraction of the actual evidence of how corrupt the relationship between the state, the DNC, and Palo Alto was. But it's just a drop in the bucket because Facebook is far more influential in terms of influencing other demographics. Then we've got Instagram, then we've got TikTok. So uh, I'm sure you've been following it incredibly closely. Your reaction to the last, what is it, three and a half weeks? of what Elon's been doing? What's what's your take initially? I've seen criticism for the sort of drip-fed nature of it, but I actually think he's kind of working it like a pommel horse. I think it's interesting. It's actually kind of been building to a crescendo. The last couple of drops were much more damaging than the first couple. And uh, this particular one was just, I mean, look, for you and I, this is kind of, just confirming what we already knew had heard little bits about had seen evidence of but it is i I think people in our own quarters kind of because we've known about it for so long and saw no action on it and saw no consequences of it there is kind of a reflex i notice on our own side among whatever you want to call them the black pill sphere to immediately leap to the assumption that absolutely nothing is going to happen and it's like you don't understand there is a formality ultimately the regular rank and file of American citizens have to know about this and need the confirmation of it. That's a good point. That's a good point. That, that however cynical you or I might be, those who aren't, you know, vested in the political discourse 25 hours a day, they need to see the receipts as well. Is, that's what you're saying? Absolutely. And I think, I think, honestly, that's what's occurring here. We actually have corroboration, private messages. They're posting screenshots of emails I mean, it's absolutely absurd some of the stuff that's come out just about how intertwined the FBI were. Did you catch the bit about the FBI paying them? Just yeah. straight up paying Twitter? Mi- millions, I mean, millions that's, of that's, dollars. That's not the FBI's money. That's my money. That's your money. That's everyone's money. And, and then what do we have? I, I have the official statement here from the FBI yesterday uh, in reaction to all of this. It is unfortunate that conspiracy theorists and others are feeding the American public misinformation with the sole purpose of attempting to discredit the agency. I mean, that, that is Enver Hodger levels of communist, you know, war is peace, peace is war disinformation, is it not? And that's right out of the Hoover building, Razor. Indeed. And, and then you mentioned at the very outset Um, Actually, he mentioned in that clip that Facebook had been reached out to, hey, we caught wind that there might be Russian disinformation. Where'd they get that information from? Probably the Biden campaign. So essentially, the FBI were acting as an arm of the Biden campaign before he was even installed, shall we say? (laughs) So Careful, you've got a YouTube channel. Be Be careful there, my friend. (laughs) Right. <laughs> like a really bad version of Windows, shall we say. Um, <laughs> but yes, he, he, he uh, before that happened, they already knew about it. So that to me, tell that says that functionally speaking, the FBI were functioning as a part of a active political campaign, which yeah. is look, when you know about everything that happened with the Steele dossier and all of that ridiculous disinformation that was essentially fed directly from Clinton, actually, didn't it head to McCain first and then he yes. shot it up the flagpole? Yes. I mean, for crying out loud. Um, so, yeah, that all kind of tracks, frankly. The FBI are now an arm of 
not I don't want to say one political party because it really is two, but it's really the establishment wing of both. So for those who didn't hear it yesterday, uh, for me, there was a moment of clarity. I was on, on a Twitter spaces with somebody who was head of cyber in the um, State Department called Mike Benz, whose one mission today is to have a, a a transparent internet that doesn't have political censorship. And he said, you, you need to appreciate it, it, it goes beyond just the uniparty. What we're talking about occurring in the last five years in America is the foreign policy establishment, which developed tools on the internet for so-called color revolutions in other countries to get domestically involved in the elections in Ukraine and Georgia and elsewhere. They turned those tools on the United States. Why? Because the boogeyman, the threat of populism a la Orban in in other countries was now a threat internally in the visage of of Donald Trump. And so they had to use their IC tools, their social media tools to undermine the populist candidate. And and it it helps put everything in place. You've got to watch that. It was yesterday's one-on-one with Mike Benz. But here's whatever the the, the eventual consequences are. Here's my take. And tell me what you think, Razor Fist. Nobody reads newspapers anymore. Uh, Very few people watch television. Biggest TV show gets 5 million viewers. That's Tucker. That's nothing. Most people in most demographics, whether it's 18-year-olds or 68-year-olds, get their politically relevant information from social media, mostly Facebook, then a little bit of Twitter for the elite, quote-unquote, and then the other platforms. You can't have a fair and free election if there's political censorship of social media. That's the, the, the buried lead. What do you think of that? Absolutely. And it's political warfare. I mean, I've been working on a video on Lincoln. Lincoln was uh, went, during the Civil War, famously, he actually entered. This is something a lot of people don't talk about. He famously shut down a bunch of newspapers yeah. that were critical of him. Uh, and actually, he took control of all the telegraph lines, censored all messages coming in and out, even from other countries. Right. It's political warfare that that was because it was a time of war this is essentially political warfare they recognize an existential threat and again we we talked about this in our first conversation i believe that the trump movement isn't really the trump movement it's a populist movement it was that he inherited it's had several incarnations it is it has been the tea party it has been the buchanan brigade the goldwater movement and on and on and on and trump sort of seized on it and became its figurehead, and for a variety of reasons. I mean, gosh, he's, when you look at Trump, he has just a panoply of qualifications that uniquely qualify him to be that figurehead. First and foremost, he has a name, name recognition that you cannot buy. His Q rating is astronomical, right? So, which is one of the reasons he's such a focal point for their ire at the end of the day but that's that's really what it is they they were able to when the tea party happened they were able to defang it they actually infiltrated it funded it and took it down that way right they just yanked the carpet out from under it and they thought oh the ghost has been exercised (laughs) not so much trump was an eerie reminder that no it's not absolutely not and uh, i also think a lot of people don't talk about this may he rest in peace herman cain a little bit in 2012 Uh, started to embody some of those qualities. All right, we're going to continue the conversation right there. He is Razor Fist. Follow him on Twitter, Razor with a zero. It is Rageaholic on YouTube. You must subscribe today. I'm Sebastian Gorka. This is America First. Stay on this channel.
sense out of today's news, here's Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Christmas is almost upon us. I've got one last thing to do to thank you for what you've done for the children of the Prison Fellowship Program. You've blown past our targets. I was only trying to get Christmas presents to 1,000 children. We're pushing 2,000 already across Salem. You've raised half a million dollars. Thank you, thank you, thank you. These are the children who have a mother or father incarcerated this Christmas. They get a Yuletide gift chosen by their mother or father, a message of love, and a children's gospel. If you wanted to donate, there's still time. Uh, Give $25 per child by going to sebgorka.com and clicking on the Angel Tree banner at the top. It's one of the most beautiful things you can do this Christmas. You can call in your donation as well. It's tax deductible 888-206-2794 or just go to S-E-B-G-O-R-K-A SebGorka.com and the Angel Tree banner at the top. That number again, 888-206-2794. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We are back with Razor Fist. He is the man behind the Rageaholic channel on YouTube. Follow him. His political analyses are really you gotta be, uh, you got to have a tough stomach. you got to be made of stern stuff for some of the uh, language he uses. And the speed. He's like, he's like a, a, a masculine version of, of that little guy. What's his name? Shapiro. Uh, he's, as fast, <laughs> he's as fast as Shapiro, but he's actually got some testosterone. Sorry, Ben. Um, and, and the analysis is just good. It is just on the money. Oh, you were talking about how... A very important point you've made again and again and again, that America First and MAGA is not, for all the left, would wish it to be a cult of personality. It's actually a, a, a global, a figure with a global brand picking up the leftover debris of the Tea Party, the Buchanan movement, a gold, the original Goldwater. And then you mentioned somebody else. Who else would you put into that category? I think Herman Cain seized some of that in in 2012. I, I really do. And I know, from what I understand, Trump was kind of a fan of Herman Cain as yeah. well. Um, Herman Cain was well on track to being the front runner uh, in 2012. And then they threw a bunch of those astroturfed allegations, the same kind that they tried to fire Trump's way. And um, But he stood and fought. He got on his hind legs and he fought. I think Herman Cain, by the way, was inclined to fight those, but he was thinking more of his family and his wife at the time, uh, as I understand it. And he was like, "Okay, my family doesn't need this nonsense. And um, so he ended his campaign. But contrary to what people think, he did um, actually oppose and ultimately disprove those allegations years later. Talking of families, it's one of the most interesting and surprising things for me when we were there at Mar-a-Lago, what was it, five weeks ago, President Trump gives that um, campaign launching speech, great speech, and at the end, standing ovation because he calls Melania on stage, and she was beaming after what they put that woman through. It was clear she wasn't resentful. She wasn't trying to stop him from running. She wasn't hiding in some, you know, bedroom, some upper part of Mar-a-Lago. She was there with him and excited to be in the arena again let's talk about what's happened in the last uh, five weeks uh, i i'm cautious with what i say about my former president because i do have a debt of gratitude to him and i was a politically politically commissioned officer of the president for, for me that means something but the launch of the nft on the same day as that actually substantive policy video that was his first substantive statement on policy since the announcement uh, speaks to me of a, a lack of 
serious individuals around him like a, a chief of staff who we'd recognize, the, the next Bannon, if you will. Uh, are you concerned? I know two years is a lifetime in politics, raise a fist. But are you concerned about the, the first fumblings of this campaign? I I share your concerns and have shared them since the very beginning on the people he allows around him. That was a problem, and it was a problem over the course of his presidency, um, through through no fault of his own many times, but and sometimes just issues of judgment. You know, you just have to be honest about these things. But um, I know the NFT. I know you and many others were critical of the NFT announcement, but I think it's an awful lot of sizzle for so little stake. They're pictures, people. Yeah. Like some people claiming Trump is out of touch. No, it's just this no, it's about not the substance. For me, it was the timing. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, and I can see that. And by the way, the policy videos have been really good. The last one I watched was really, really good about the border. Yep. But it's the people who are feigning indignation at the idea. First off, like, I, I don't even know what N- NFTs are. Right? Like, <laughs> Join <what>? the club. <laughs> hundreds of dollars for glorified clip art. Like most NFTs, I wouldn't pay hundreds of dollars for the actual object in the photo, much less the photo itself. <laughs> but seeing as I'm clueless on the subject, I err on the side of let the people own and trade whatever the hell they want. You know what I mean? Like, I don't I don't care. Well, and look, it's- they were popular. I mean, they sold out in less than 36 hours. So somebody wanted them. Exactly. And I think it was maybe um, it, it was maybe a meeting of the Trump who is a marketing genius. Right. He knows how to launch something for right. crying out loud. He he knows how to look at how he launched when he held um, Trump helped hold WrestleMania in Atlantic yes. City uh, in the 80s. And he was a, a promoting genius uh, with regard in conjunction with Vince McMahon. Right. But th- look at all that. I think it was kind of those two worlds colliding, and it was just bad timing at the end of the day. Um, I agree the timing was bad, but I, I don't see the big hubbub about the NFTs themselves. Come Do on. you – and and I, perspective. Here's the pointed question. You know, uh, Bannon maybe could come back. He's burnt some bridges. But who do you see? You know, we need, we need a James Baker level. We need a, you know, Gingrich of, of 30 years ago level person to be the chief of staff. Who, who out there could you imagine in that position? I, I know Cash Patel is helping the president out, but it's really hard. It's really slim pickings, isn't it, Razor? Not least of which because the moment you hitch yourself right. to that wagon you know what's coming down on exactly they will leave no stone unturned they'll be rifling through your garbage they'll be coming after your kids and family you know that was a big problem during his presidency i'd like and i don't even i don't have any inside information on this at all i could see it from afar that trump was having difficulty filling key key positions because people would really good People who could be in those positions were just saying, nah, I don't need that. Right. I don't need that drama. I'm sure that was happening. Is there anybody um, out there who you would say, yeah, that would be a good idea? I like Bannon. I do think he's got a lot of baggage attached at this point. Yeah. Um, that's the only name out there that I could see could practically do it. I was really bummed when he departed the administration. I thought he was a great figure to be in there at the moment, right? 
he was good in the early, in the later stages of the campaign, rather, and the very beginning of the Trump presidency. Well, let, let's um, give him full credit. This is the guy who came in, and after Billy Bush, he brought up a campaign that was 16 points behind Hillary to actually defeat her. So, you know, uh, back then he was the right man. Could he come back? We'll see. We'll have Steve on the show in the new year. You don't want to miss it. If you like all of our one-on-ones, if you want to guarantee you never miss a nanosecond, you know what you have to do. Go to your favorite podcast platform. Go to Spotify. Plug in my name, Sebastian Gorka, America First. It's absolutely free. Leave us a five-star review and send the links to your friends because that's how we take back the republic. Uh, Lastly, if you're desperate for some last-minute ideas for Christmas or if you're worried that you're not going to get a good Christmas present, check out all the America First gear at our website. That's the Yuletide package, $15 off the Tervis Stay Frosty Tamrid, the mug, and your choice of America First hats. We have the FBI's Biden's Gestapo T-shirt and mug. That's the hottest selling item. And the Fascist Bureau of Intimidation T-shirt. Get yours today, sebgorkastore.com. My pillow is excited to announce the original. My slippers are back in stock. Last Christmas, you made our slippers the number one selling my pillow product, and now they have added smaller sizes, larger sizes, wide sizes, and all new colors. What makes my slippers different is the exclusive four-layer design that you're not going to find in any other slippers. My slippers' patented layers make them ultra comfortable, extremely durable, and they help relieve the stress on your feet. Wear them anytime, anywhere, and save ninety dollars off with your promo code Gorka. That's only $49.98 a pair. You're absolutely going to love my slippers and now they are also extending their 60-day money-back guarantee until March 1st, 2023, making them the best Christmas gifts ever. Go now to MyPillow.com, promo code Gorka, or call 800-829-8468. That is code G-O-R-K-A to save $90, only pay $49.98. Quantities won't last. Order now, MyPillow.com. You are listening to America First with Sebastian Gorka, former strategist to President Donald J. Trump. If you enjoy America First, uh, please support those who make it possible. Great patriots, great truth tellers like Mike Alindell. The left wants to utterly cancel and crush him. You heard what the FBI did to him recently. And then the big box stores have canceled all of his products. Even Walmart refuses to run his products. Why? Because he's a conservative. Uh, Support Mike. He's a good guy. He's a friend of the president. And also, get a good night's sleep. There's a reason he sold 71 million of his MyPillow pillows. Yes, 71 million. But there's another 150 items on his webpage. Treat yourself. Treat your pet. My dogs love the MyPillow pet beds. Great go, uh, uh, great uh, offers, uh, BOGO offers. And if you use my name, you'll get up to 66% off. You can call them on 800-829-8468 or just go to mypillow.com, but you've got to use the code Gorka. That's 800-829-8468, mypillow.com, promo code G-O-R-K-A. We are back with none other than the Rageaholic Channel's uh, Razor Fist. Uh, Razor Fist, we saw the <laughs> images last night of uh, Kevin McCarthy prancing around Congress with his his Ukrainian flag pocket square and his Ukrainian flag pin on his jacket. Um, 
what's going to happen in January? I love Matt Gates, but it looks like this is all done and dusted. The poll has been greased, and Kevin McCarthy is going to be the speaker. Do we expect any change? Is the GOP even slightly more MAGA in January than it was in December? Oh, well, I think thanks to the best efforts of McConnell and McCarthy themselves, uh, probably not much, although a little bit, a little bit in some key races. Let's not uh, sell some of those victories short during midterms. But uh, I mean, I think I think one glance at that, you could see Kevin McCarthy is just John Boehner with a lower Kleenex bill. <laughs> like that's literally all he and speaking of blubber and Boehner, did you see him ugly crying over Pelosi, uh, we played it. Establishment thing. We played the clip where he he is basically. Uh, I don't even want to use the right language here because it would be the wrong language given the regulators. But this man <laughs> who was just blubbering over the saint who is Nancy Pelosi. It, it was the one of the most undignified thing I've ever seen a putative man do. Yeah, not with all the rollades at CVS could you quell my nausea watching that. <laughs> It was awful. And I re- I have too keen a memory of the Boehner regime, yeah. right? right? I remember when he backed down to Obama and Obama, all Obama did was literally just refuse to meet with him. And he, he capitulated. What was it Dennis Miller said? Come on, John, there's no crying in capitulation. You know what I mean? Like that. <laughs> That pretty much sums up the entire Boehner regime. So, so what does that mean? Does that mean we've got two more years of, of you know, Rhino Central until maybe President Trump can win? I think so. But but I also think you can clearly see that the establishment GOP are feeling the heat a little bit. I don't think you need to take some of the extraordinary measures that they've taken uh, if you're not a little bit worried and looking over your shoulder. Give me, give mean, me an example I mean, of, of that I- I- indices. A really good one is McConnell's statement. What was it earlier this week where he's like, well, these last midterms, we couldn't quite get over the hump because of the previous president being involved. <laughs> but boy, next time we'll we'll bring it right around. Now, mind you, he pulled all money out of the Arizona race, yeah. all money, what well, dumped it into Alaska and Florida, a governor's race that DeSantis was ahead by 20 points since what, March of right. that year? Like, he was never in danger of that race, even almost accidentally being competitive. And Mitch McConnell fired $200 million at him. <laughs> well, and, 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 and then gave up. gave money from Arizona and New Hampshire to Murkowski in Alaska just because they're bosom buddies. And and look, <laughs> Blake Masters made that race competitive through sheer force of will. Like it shouldn't have been that close at all. Mark Kelly had a war chest of something like forty one million dollars. Yeah. And Blake Masters had a war chest of something like seven million. He, he, through sheer force of personality, will, and campaigning, brought that race within, you know, five points or whatever. I mean, he was polling even closer than that ahead of the election. That was that was totally down to Blake Masters. He got no help from that. 
All right, we're talking to Razor Fist. You've got to follow his channel on YouTube. It is The Rageaholic. I'm Sebastian Gorka. This is America First coming to you from the relieffactor.com studios. If you're in daily pain, if you've tried everything else and failed to find relief, do what I did more than three years ago. Yes, I had a low back pain issue that plagued me for nine years, almost a decade. I took Relief Factor two weeks later. I was pain-free, and I'm still pain-free more than three and a half years later. But it's not just me. It's people like Reggie from Florida. This is Reggie's story. I have a lot of pain from aging, and after only four days of using Relief Factor, I'm already experiencing a stiffness. Can't wait to see how I feel in a couple more weeks. Relief Factor is a blessing sent by God. Powerful words. Find out for yourself. There's only one way, but it's super easy. Order the three-week quick starter pack at relieffactor.com for the paltry sum of $19.95. It'll be at your door in three days or less. Take it morning and evening like I do, and I promise you, Dr. G's guarantee. By the end of those three weeks, you will know whether it works for you like it works for me, Reggie, and 500,000 of your fellow Americans. You've waited long enough. You deserve to know. What have you got to lose? Well, nothing apart from the pain. In 1995, you know what that translates to? That translates to less than a dollar a day. What can you get for less than a dollar a day? Nothing except potentially liberated from your pain. Call right now, 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com. That's 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com. You're a monster, Mr. Grinch. This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 election Storming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from Freethinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. News and talk radio is still really popular, even in the internet age. What you are about to hear them say is mind-boggling. Here's looking at you, Snowflake. America first. Yes, a legal immigrant to the United States. Welcome back to America First. If you enjoy the show, don't forget we are on all social media platforms by the fascistic YouTube. You can follow us on Truth Social, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Getter, Parler, Clout Hub. Oh, my gosh, what else are we on? Oh, yes, SalemNewsChannel.com if you want to watch the video. We're also on Telegram. And the most recent of all, check us out. It's my Substack, brand new article there, SebastianGorka.substack.com. 
substack.com. That's Sebastian Gorka, one word, dot substack.com. We are back with the one and only Razor Fist. Razor Fist, uh, you live in Arizona. I, I, uh, you know, this is in the news again. Fascinating little cut from a court case that uh, Carrie Lake is uh, involved with. This is a forensic expert who is uh, being challenged by the state, and the state is badly burnt. Play cut. You're not an attorney, correct? Okay. So I'm going to ask you a legal question, but you only have to answer if you have an understanding about it. If you don't have an understanding, it's perfectly fine to say, I don't know. Um, Are you aware that under Arizona law, a ballot is not, uh, not actually unlawful? If it is uh, the term that's used sometimes is harvested or ballot collection, but if somebody who is not authorized to handle it deposits it, deposits it, or like what happened at Runbeck, if somebody brings it and inserts it into the stream, but not into an, a designated authorized drop box, are you aware that under Arizona law that is not actually an unlawful ballot? I think the, the term in the law is an invalid ballot. Okay. Um, just one minute, Your Honor. Mm-hmm. No more questions. Thank you very much, Miss Honey. So the man who is challenging Heather Honey, who's the investigator supply chain expert with 30 years of experience, uh, he says, well, you know, there's no such thing as an illegal ballot, even if somebody harvests it and says, no, 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 it's, it's not illegal, it's invalid. And then he goes, uh, 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 and for those who, who are listening, he shuffles through his papers, realize he's been owned, and he says, um, 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 thank you, Your Honor. Now, that's lovely. That's amusing. Does it mean anything? I asked a very, you know, important conservative from your state who said, it's done, Carrie's lost. Uh, what, is Arizona ever going to be a normal political state? What are you know, the future of elections in your state, Razor Fist? Tell me about it. Oh, God. At this point, I call it the absolute state of Arizona. <laughs> but um, – no, I actually the fact that it even got to the point where it's an actual court case, yeah, frankly, is already exceeding my expectations. I expected it to be thrown out by some activist judge. The fact that they're even hearing it now, granted, they did throw out the uh, signature match provision or that portion of the lawsuit for absolutely absurd reasons. I mean, just uh, over latches, essentially. This is this is the catch twenty two that they get you in. If you file your lawsuit too far ahead of time, well, right. the election hasn't taken place yet. You have no standing. Right. If you file it after the fact, oh well, uh, there was too much of a delay, so that's latches. So we have to throw it out on that basis. Yep. So you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. Trump ran into that problem in twenty twenty. Uh, after that election, incidentally, they were throwing things out based on latches and standing. Same old thing, right? But we are clearly seeing that there is some meat on the bone here. And every single day that this is actually out in public is is definitely not a good day. Of course, they have the local rag, the Arizona Republic, which at this point may as well rename itself the People's Republic. <laughs> they're, they're downplaying every document and instance of electoral fraud we were all assured does not exist at mock speed. I mean, these guys are like the Iraqi information minister <laughs> at this point. In day one of the trial that the Republic assured us all would not be granted in the first place, we learned that Maricopa County hired a third-party entity called Runback, right, to count ballots off-site in an explicit violation of Arizona election law. Our votes have had more hands on them than Kim Kardashian in an NBA locker room for crying out loud. This is absolutely ridiculous. And according to a whistleblower 
from Runbeck. In or around 300,000 votes were counted absent a corresponding physical ballot, meaning they were effectively conjured from thin air. Like, what do they think they are? A U.S. dollar for crying out loud? That's... <laughs> That is apparently the most secure election ever. Now, but hang on a second. I mean, I, I get it in, in places like Chicago and Philly that have been doing this since, you know, Joe Kennedy just, you know, used the zombies from the cemetery to get his son elected. But Arizona, how long has it been like this in Arizona? Is this a new phenomenon or is it as bad as Philly and Chicago? It didn't need to happen before because... The mono party had uh, their tendrils all over the state for some years. The McCain establishment wing of Arizona ran the state. And then Trump happened. Got it. And that wasn't supposed to happen. So 2018, I would say, I mean, one of the reasons I warned ahead of the 2020 election, I actually did a video called Mail-In Ballots are BS. Yeah. And uh, in that video, which actually predates the 2020 election by something like six months, I warned of the capacity for irregularities and fortification as a result of mail-in ballot uh, fraud. And the reason why I pointed that out was because the 2018 midterms in Arizona looked just like this and looked just like 2020. Martha McSally was in a Senate race against Kirsten Cinema on election night with 99% of precincts reporting in a state that has handled mail-in ballots for decades and generally has all mail-in ballots counted on election night, McSally was leading by two points. Over the course of the next two weeks, they found 150,000 extra ballots, and the lead was not only reversed, Kirsten Cinema wound up winning. Ex and, uh, explain this neologism, fortification of election. <laughs> well, this is a reference to the Time Magazine order article that uh, basically <laughs> owned up to exactly what happened. With they called it fortification, where Facebook and the political pressure packs. By the way, Mark Zuckerberg's political pack is paying pro bono for the legal representation of any Maricopa County election official in this lawsuit, sight unseen, in case you don't consider that to be election <laughs> fortification. But yeah, they referred to it as fortification in the Time Magazine article, where they basically said, hey, we essentially defrauded the 2020 election and we're bragging about it. Yeah, we're, we're fortifying it by making it easier to cheat. So no signature verification equals fortification. Drop boxes in Democrat districts, fortification. Having Facebook drop $400 million to local authorities to quote-unquote help is also fortification. He is Razor Fist. The channel is the Rageaholic. He is the author of Death Mask most recently. You've got to get it. It is available right now on Amazon and also a long, uh, uh, what is it? Long Moonlight, the Long Moonlight. It's the second one in the Night Vale series, Death Mask. I'm Sebastian Gorka. This is America First coming to you from the ReliefFactor.com studios. Relief Factor, pain relief that works, pain relief that's real, pain relief that is liberating. 500,000 Americans as we speak. Shouldn't you be one of them? I think you should. There's only one way to find out if it works for you like it works for me and that half a million Americans. Order the three quick starter pack right now at ReliefFactor.com or call 800-500-8384. That's 800-500-8384. ReliefFactor.com. You deserve to know. Find out today. It's super easy. 800-500-8384. ReliefFactor.com.
Diabolical. Really? Are we? I don't think so. But the music is apposite. Not very Christmassy, but it is perfect for our guest, Razor Fist, the host of the Rageaholic channel. Um, you are... I'm just going to say it. You're just a very good political analyst. Uh, and you're outspoken. And we don't have that enough of that in America. Let me run something past you that... I don't talk about much on my show because it would be horrific. But my friend who has the morning show on WMAL talks about it all the time. So I'm going to use him as and that's uh, Chris Plant. He says we are closer than ever to civil war because the uni party doesn't give a crap about us. And when you look at 107,000 million people, 107,000 million I'm doing a, a Karine Jean-Pierre. When you see 107,000 people killed in the last 12 months because of open borders, that is a direct policy you know, consequence of this administration, you have to say, yeah, they don't care. Um, are you ebullient? Are you confident that we can fix the problems politically? Or is there a danger of something worse? I'm, I always err on the side of the white pill personally, but I do recognize, I mean, look, I live in Arizona. The border issue has been near and dear to my heart. I was born and raised in South Phoenix, the part of Phoenix where you probably see the most effect of um, illegal immigration. You know, it, it appears the only supply chain Biden won't interrupt is the one on our southern border at this point. Um, just this week, in fact, the DOJ demanded that the wall of shipping containers, you yeah. know, that's been in the news, the, the thing that's standing in for the incomplete border wall that, you know, that that whole thing had to be dismantled. And of course, Governor Doug Ducey being Governor Doug Ducey, he capitulated before he finished reading the form letter, I'm sure. If tapioca pudding ever attains sentience, Doug Ducey is the form it will take, folks. Um, so he that I could totally see that. And honestly, beyond that, the thing that galls me is that it isn't particularly concerned with people on the other side of the border either, because no. decades of open borders has caused more misery, suffering, and death in Mexico than you could possibly imagine, because what's their problem? A corrupt regime. Is yeah. that regime going to stay in power if the border is open and they get to ship their underclass over here? Or yeah. if we shut the border or managed it effectively... So this Would gives the light to it all. You know, you know, you know the, the GOP are the heartless ones and the Democrats care about the small people. No, if, if you care about girls being raped by coyotes and people being you know, killed by drug overdoses and you seal the border, that, that's the most compassionate thing to do. All right, well, now we know we have the news. The Senate has passed the monster bill with 18, 18 Republicans voting for it in the Senate. The Uniparty is real. Something must be done about it. The first thing we do is we de diagnose the situation accurately and we listen to people like Razor Fist. I'm wishing you a very, very Merry Christmas next year. We have to double down on our efforts to take back the Republic, which means every single one of you, all three million of you listening, everyone who watches us on video, everyone who watches Razor Fist, you are part of the solution. I'm Sebastian Gorka. This is America First. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, keep your head on a swivel, watch your six, hold the line, never give up, never give in. And stay frosty. Our fathers brought forth upon this continent a new nation 
Conceived in liberty and dedicated to the proposition that all men are created equal. I know not what course others may take, but as for me, give me liberty or give me death. The world will little note or long remember what we say here, but it can never forget what they did here. What your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. I can hear you, the rest of the world hears you, and the people... And the people who knock these buildings down will hear all of us soon. And we will make America great again. is America First with Sebastian Gorka. Well, they did it, dear friends. They did it just moments ago. The Senate of the United States passed their monster $1.7 trillion spending package omnibus bill with the backing of at least 18 Republicans. They really really don't care about you. How do I know that? It's more than just money. So I I have the best job in the world. I get to tell you what I think for three hours a day and get paid to do it. Don't tell my employers, but I would pay to do this job. But sometimes, sometimes I do something and it, it isn't just fun, isn't just helping people keep their spirits up. It has weight and it resonates. One thing I did recently is to talk about an individual who died as a result of the events of January the 6th. No, not Ashley Babbitt, whose name we cannot say often enough, who was the only person killed that day by a gunshot fired by a police officer. But a young man, a very nice young man called Matthew Perner, who did nothing wrong that day, was charged with a misdemeanor, was threatened with six months in prison, copped a plea, and then was told after the fact that Biden's Department of Justice would enhance his charge to a terrorist charge, which could lead to six years in prison. As a result, he took his own life. And this is the segment from my Newsmax show seem to reverberate with so many of you. Play cut. Cut Matt hung himself in his garage and our family was crushed and still is crushed. They pushed him to this. I want people to understand what she just said. A young man, a good young man was pushed to death to commit suicide because of this administration and this Department of Justice. I want every viewer to be clear that that man died because of the Biden administration. And I want everybody who's watching to remember this man and to never give up in the name of America because he is a martyr 
to this nation. And it's not just a clip from a show. It's not just the, the website remembering Matt Perna. Now there might be something good coming from Capitol Hill. And as a result, uh, I welcome back Jerry Perna, Matt's aunt, and the congressman of Texas's first congressional district who will be sorely missed after January, Congressman Louis Gohmert. Welcome both of you to America First. Thank you, Sebastian. So uh, you've been working together. You sent me some news last week. Uh, congressman Gohmert, will you tell us uh, what you have planned? Well, we filed a bill, and we know the Democrats will not bring it up, but it uh, is the Matthew Pernum bill. Uh, Matthew was not getting fair treatment. He was not being treated justly. And so um, we got to make a change. This bill would allow a defendant uh, arrested for something in the D.C. area to choose either to be tried in the District of Columbia or to be tried in his district, uh, federal district, back in his home state. Uh, Matthew was not being fairly treated. This was a gentle soul. He graduated at the top of his class at Penn State. He loved going around different countries and teaching people. He, he just had a giving heart. He did nothing violent whatsoever. And Seb, the most serious thing he did was obstruct a uh, an official session of Congress, which happens to, that was alleged to have occurred for five or six hours. Matt wasn't in there that long. But the Democrats did that in the June of, in June of 2016. They obstructed an official session of Congress for between 25 and 26 hours. They would not let us go into session. And they want to see someone, a sweet, gentle soul like Matt Perna, sent through the ringer and put in prison like he had done something violent, horrendous. He was a sweet guy. He didn't deserve that. Well, it's clear that uh, if you're of a certain political flavor, you can't get justice in this city. We just look at right. what's happened to Steve Bannon and to so many others. Uh, Jerry Please share with our three million listeners across the country what, what it's been like to get. I mean, God bless Louis. I'm not surprised, of course, Louis Gomert is helping you with the, the Matthew Perna Act. What was it like to get any political attention on your nephew's plight, uh, even from people from Pennsylvania, from the state he was from? How, how, what, what luck did you have in any politician to pay attention to this tragic story? Frankly, I had no luck at all. None. We had made countless phone calls to our representatives, Mike Kelly, um, Matt had called, relatives had called countless times. And after Matt's death, um, it was told to me by them that they hadn't received any messages or any phone calls, which was absolutely ludicrous. It wasn't until after Matt killed himself that um, the attention was brought to his case. It was just far too late, though. He was gone. Would you send a message right now to those new members of Congress who will be sworn in in a few days' time, who maybe aren't familiar with uh, Matt's uh, plight and Matt's tragic uh, story, or also just those Republicans or maybe some decent Democrats who maybe might want to do the right thing? What is your message to them and the uh, Matthew Perna Act? Well, my message to them is you remained silent 
during this entire ordeal where the January 6th defendants are concerned. You can't remain silent now. And you just announced, Sebastian, that 18 Republicans voted with the Democrats on this this package for Ukraine. That scares me. That scares the hell out of me. Are these same Republicans going to vote against this bill in the name of my nephew? Are they going to bury their heads in the sand like they have since January 6th? I'm afraid of that. Louis has been a godsend to my family and bringing attention to the ordeal that we've gone through and Matt's case. But there are far too many Louis Gohmerts in our Congress. Far too few. Yeah, far too few. Far too few, I'm sorry. We're going to lose Louis soon. Uh, He ran for the Attorney General of Texas. He's leaving Congress. Um, Who who should we turn to after you leave with regard to the Matthew Perna Act? And can you share with our listeners, we've only got a few seconds left, um, what you will be doing in the future? Well, I'm not sure. We'll start with a podcast because I'm not going to be silent. There's just too much injustice this country is in too great a danger. So we have got to keep bringing these things to light. As far as, Seb, I'll let you know as soon as we know who's going to refile this bill in the new Congress with the new majority. God bless you, Louis Gomez. You will be missed, but I don't think you will be disappearing. Uh, I'm wishing no. both of you as, as joyful a Christmas as is possible. Please, everyone listening right now, go to rememberingmattperna.com. That's rememberingmattperna.com. I'm Sebastian Gorka. We must not let his memory be forgotten, and we must act. This is America First, coming to you live from the relieffactor.com studios. If you enjoy our show, don't forget our one-on-ones, our long-form interviews. The only way to make sure you never miss a moment is to subscribe. Go right now to Spotify, plug in my name, Sebastian Gawker, America First. Leave us a five-star review. Share the links with your friends. And if you're still looking for some stocking stuffers, go right now to sebgorkastore.com. Everything made in America. The Christmas special is the Tervis Stay Frosty Tumbler, the America First mug, your choice of America First hats, so much more, including the Trump Challenge coin, America First with the President's face, and my motto, Stay Frosty, go right now, sebgorkastore.com. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.